What's going on, everybody? I'm Gully. And I'm Easy. And this is 4th and 20 Football Radio. Bengals hold the uh, first round pick of the NFL draft. They kick it off because they had a fucking horrible season. Yeah. I mean, you called it, partner. Earlier this year, you you would uh earlier last year you would call it, partner. You said it. Week one, the Bengals are going to go either two and fourteen or one and fifteen. And you, by God, you called. It. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I had that feeling. I, I, I had that feeling. Old, old Joker face. Now, uh, he, he, he'll, he'll have a better career somewhere else, but I don't know. I, 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 my heart of hearts will still believe that Joe Burrows will be the first uh, round pick by the Bengals. However, I do believe with how the kid has been showcased and for his talent that he can pull a John Elway. Because the Bengals, as we've said, are trash. Yeah. And if we make a statement to start your career by that, the balls, and yet he's got the athletics to match it, to back it up. I mean, he didn't participate in the combine, though, which was kind of weird. But we've seen how people work, with, you know, via his film, uh, you know, being a high, high trophy, you know, high trophy winner. Yeah. Um, but Joe Burrow, you know, going to Cincinnati, there's been a lot of speculation for it, you know, which probably would really, which really would possibly happen. Because Andy Dalton's time in Cincinnati, he's been there what six, six, seven seasons. Feels just too long. Andy Dalton's been there too long. Yeah. So, I, yeah, like I said, we all see Joe Burrow, you know, going to Cincinnati, first round, first pick, second round. Who's in our second round? Well, after the uh, after the Bengals, then it's the uh, Washington Redskins. <laughs> they'll, they'll have their chance. And uh, oh Lord, there was the mention of um, Kyle Allen was traded. Yeah, Kyle Allen was just he was definitely uh, traded earlier. So then I feel like that either will motivate or dissuade first uh, gun choice for them to pick up Dwayne Haskins, which is so far. Well, they are. I mean, they, they already have him, but uh, it's more. It's more or less like you know they're looking for defensive help. So who do you so where do you think it will be? Chase uh, Chase Young out of uh, out of OSU. Right I see the uh, you know I see the uh, you know the, the the Washington Redskins actually picking up Chase Young. Yeah. Um, they 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 definitely need. It. You know, 
especially with, uh, you know, with Robert Rear and, you know, how he wants to play defense, you know, him getting his, you know, coaching staff together and stuff, you know, and how the Washington Redskins look so, they just look so horrible last year, you know, they were, they were just, God, they were a dumpster fire. They, I can't remember a season where they have gotten off the ground in, uh, in the last decade or so. I mean, since, you know, what was it, uh, they had RG3, you know, they, had, they at least made it to the playoffs, that was what God like six, seven seasons ago. Yeah, but also talk about Kirk oh, Cousins. You know, you know, and that was that was when they were at least somewhat relevant. And how can we uh how, how can we not talk about Alex Smith too? Yeah, because that that, that paints the skins in a very bad color. Yeah, you know, Alex Smith. You know. With that, with that injury that he went through last, you know, the, the season prior, you know, that was cool. That was just cool. Oh, yeah. You know, I, you know, it's really glad to see him up, you know, walking. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, wanting to get back into the game of football. But definitely that old spooky quarterback for the Redskins going on after him, you know. Yeah. There's bad energy to that position. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just more, you know, it's more or less like, you know, the Redskins need to, you know, they really need to address the, the, uh, the defensive front. You know, because right that's you know that was one thing that was one area where they were lacking. So Chase Young, I see them. You know, I, I see them actually. You know, picking him up. You know, to, it's going to be another o, uh, OSU brother to Dwayne Haskins. Okay. Out of you know third pick. You know, speaking of uh, OSU pick, Detroit, they got third pick. You know, they need it. Matt Stafford has been has been a letdown. I remember the Detroit Lions being much better. Like it's the same way with the Browns. They were thought of to have better chances just for uh, playoff potential yeah. in years past. Not actually getting bigger, but uh, it's interesting. And I know that um, defense is definitely needed. Yeah. So um, they've been getting a grab and check up coming in. Are they not? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good move. That's a bold move. They lost a lot of their household name. Gary T.Y. Hill. Yeah, they, yeah, they, uh, Detroit Lions, they, they've been a team that, you know, they show that they have the potential, you know, but they can never really adjust to actually winning games, you know, actually closing out. That's a team that's, you know, that throughout the time has always struggled closing out, especially defensively. Yeah, you know, true. Offensively, you know, we, we can see we we see Matt Stafford, you know what I'm saying, in you know, in actual good mode where he can actually, you know, come back, you know, and actually try to come, you know, come back to win his close games. Yeah. You know, but it's that defense that it really needs to step up though too. Darius Slay ended up going to the Eagles. You know, so they you know, they're trying to get another, you know, a young young blood, you know, out of uh, Jeff Okuda. Yeah. You know, so OSU you know, Detroit Lions, you know, Detroit Lions under Matt Patricia. Hey, Matt Patricia's a defensive guy. You know, he was the defensive coordinator with uh, you know, the Patriots, you know, prior to coming to, you know, the uh, Lions. Yeah. You know, so he knows what he's looking for. You know, and Jeff Okuda might fit that, you know, might fit fit that exact piece right there at the corner blitz. Wow. Fourth pick. Man, I'm I'm most excited for Mind you, I'm not really excited about the New York Giants, but their eyes are on one of my favorite guys that I've noticed out of the combine. Okay. Isaiah Simmons. That man is stupid quick. Yeah. That man is stupid quick. Yeah. The left back that that you you would sleep better at night knowing that this man is running on the field that has eyes on him. That's exactly the game Jones needs, especially because the Giants lost a lot of their key offensive uh, weaponry in the same way that their defense has always been very um, sort of uh, tissue paper-esque. Yeah. It, 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 it can't seem to be cohesive through the entire time. Yeah. So that is, that, that, that'll that uh, that'll be necessary for Isaiah Simmons to build the role. Clemson has always had a great football program. Oh, yeah. So the, 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 the man is a genetic freak and he's, been, and he's brought out of one of the most distinguished football programs in, in college of the United States. Let's talk about the 
round five, Miami Dolphins, Tua, Tago, Bailoa, and it warms my heart that he is doing well in recovery, his physical therapy, that he's good, that he, um, I think you see it in the interviews um, just after the surgery when he is in recovery. That, that young man got the shock of his life. Yeah. Not many people that young get a real reality check in such a way and manner. So I would call that kid humble. Yeah. And with that in mind, you talk about another high school. You talk about a man coming from Alabama. So again, uh, an immaculate football program. And he'll be second strill to Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what? That's not a bad place to be. You know, it's not even to distract anything from the man himself. It's almost as if um, they're looking at the Dolphins like a baseball team. To to the idea that Fitzpatrick can exhaust somebody, but then turn to come around to the second half, or excuse me, or a third quarter, if you will. And then Tua takes the field, fresh, sitting there the entire time, watching. And that can be the difference maker. So I, I think that is one of the most intelligent uh, draft picks, in my opinion, Parker. That marrying of the player to the team. The, 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 you know, because as we talked about the, uh, the first couple between Chase Young, Jeff Okuda, Isaiah Simmons, they are good players fitting a role. Tua Tagovailoa is a good player fitting a team. Round six. Also, part, also oh, part of this. Also part of which I was, uh, which I also wanted to, you know, actually, actually uh, talk about though too with uh, Tua. Uh, you know, even with this, uh, you know, even with this injury that you know he has sustained, you know, during the, you know, during the game, uh, you know, Alabama. Um, now would that be, would that actually drop his stock, you know, for him being a first round, you know, knowing that he was on an injury report, you know for, you know, for the whole season, and he did not also participate in the combine. I don't think so, quite frankly. I think, um, I think the man knows how serious and, uh, he's made the decision himself to do this. Um, I also think that the Dolphins really have nothing to lose. That's why it, it, it makes so much sense. I think you're exactly right. His stock is the that's why you don't have your Seattle Seahawks, your Pittsburgh Steelers, your Baltimore Ravens, quality of team really gunning for them. Right. You have Miami Dolphins. Yeah. They're not the Bengals, but the, nobody speaks of them about their playoff contention around the Dolphins with the wild card. Right. Round six. Justin Herbert. I like this kid. Justin Herbert coming out of uh, coming out of Oregon with the sixth round, you know, with the sixth round 2020 pick. Uh, Char- uh, Chargers actually have. There's speculation that Justin Herbert might be uh, might be going to uh, going to the Chargers, and I think that also will be uh, such a refreshing change from Philip Rivers' taste in everyone's mouth. Quite frankly, here's a kid who is. Who's a journeyman? Who, 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 who was a fucking plumber? So he, he, he can sit down and he's got a good arm and a good eye. He's got nice loose hips. Yeah, he can get the job done. He has pretty good, pretty decent footwork. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he 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 can really plant it. He can really plant his hips into the ground to actually get that ball out. Exactly. And that's what you know. That's what the Chargers really actually need. You know, really need to uh, you know look at. You know, that's the, that's what they've been looking at too, as far as uh, you know, actually addressing the new quarterback situation. You know, Tyrod Taylor. You know, we can't sleep on him. You know, because they, you know, Chargers picked him up for a reason. You know, so they're going to name. You know, nine times out of ten, they're going to name Tyrod Taylor starter for a uh, you know week one going into the twenty twenty season because you know Tyrod has that. You know, he still has that better. You know, that veteran presence. He knows what you know. He knows how to look down the field. He knows how to get the ball out. 
you know, he knows what, you know, the, 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 the time constrictions, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, and it's going to be more or less like, you know, just Herbert is going to have to learn from Tyron Taylor, Indeed. you know, fall into line for, uh, the way the Chargers are playing football, yeah, and, you know, with, Anthony, you know, with Anthony Lynn and how he played, you know, how he plays, uh, you know, the football game, you know, it's, it's more like, you know, it's more or less like, you know, now, since, uh, you know, since they let go of, you know, Philip Rivers, we need we need a long, another long-term quarterback. We still have Tyrod Taylor, but it's only on you know it's only on contract. You know it's only on contract until you know he wants to leave. So stepping up will be another quarterback. They need to that, that they actually needed to address. So we're gonna possibly see Justin Herbert you know wearing the Chargers uniform next year in the school of hard knocks. Better decision, and it actually shows logic in the front office as well as coaching staff rather than thinking the best thing they need is safe defense. Yeah. And speaking of defense, with the seventh round pick, Derek Brown, defensive lineman out of Auburn, going to the Carolina Panthers for the seventh round pick. I don't know, Barter, how, how do you feel about that? Where I personally saw Carolina Panthers last year, they needed to fine-tune their offensive weaponry. They had good people. You know? yeah. They had good people, and um, for some reason, things were not working and clicking together. And that's not to defeat any of their stock as players in the eyes of the Panthers. So instead of instead of deciding to uh, change the engine for how the car runs, they're going to put um, new tires. You know, I, I think to uh, have defense be the uh, thought to uh, allow these uh, offensive men, receivers, core, and all that time to sort of into it. Again, it's harder. It could be a difference maker. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Am I, am I talking out of my ass or do you think that, that makes sense? Uh, you know, with, yeah, especially with yeah, Carolina Panthers last year, they, they were really fluid on defense. You know, and with Christian McCaffrey, you know, holding that, you know, really actually holding that team down last year, yeah. you know, it, that really made a statement that they really need help on defense. Exactly. You know, and picking up Derrick Brown, you know, picking up Derrick Brown, this, you know, young defensive lineman, you know, hopefully this will help, you know, seal the gap on, you know, opposed, on the opposing team on, you know, stopping the run. Because yeah. that's where, you know, Carolina Panthers struggled on last year. As well as they were good on the run, they could not stop the run. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, uh, yeah, like, either you're good at your, it's either you're good at something or you ass. Yeah. You know, so it's like, look, they were just kind of like, just, Basically, one great, great one on one end, and just totally trash on the other. You know, but Derrick Brown, you know, yeah, like I said, Derrick Brown, you know, going to, you know, hopefully going to the Carolina Panthers. So we might see that. You know, hey. Speaking of, uh, you know, seventh round now, we're going to move on to the eighth round uh, pick. What do, what do we got a eighth round pick? Yeah, the Arizona Cardinals offensive tackle, just worse. Again, somebody I've also uh, admired a lot during the uh, combine, and I never thought Arizona had a defense. You know, I thought they were one of those miracle teams that had such great offensive power, and then when the opposing team had possession, that was it. Just the just walked that touchdown. So, number nine pick, Jacksonville. Jacksonville coming in with the ninth, ninth pick. All right, now you, you let go of Calais Campbell. You traded it. You traded them to Baltimore. You know, for a couple, you know, for probably a couple rounds. Yep. You know, what are you gonna do to build that Jackson, that that, that Jacksonville defense where it was? Was prior to what 20, 2017? Yep. You know, 
where the ma- it was really the mayor Saxonville. He was owning that Jacksonville defense. They didn't call him that, you know, for not for no reason. So they need a new mayor. Defensive lineman Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. If we see him going to Jacksonville, would that solve the problem? You know, on that you know on that defensive front. Would that ha- would that hopefully solve the problem? Uh, you know, would they would they really get their 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 stock? Jacksonville would, would they get their stock? You know, out of uh, Javon Kinlaw, you know, to you know force those stops. You see what I'm saying? Get to the quarterback. You know, um, possibly cough up. You know, possibly you know force some fumbles. You know what I'm saying here? You know here and there. Will they actually you know will they actually see that in you know in uh, Javon Kinlaw? What, what do you think, partner? I think there's a chance. I don't know. That, 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 that's that's not a name that I remember hearing often, so I can't really speak much about that. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see that. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see that next, you know, this this coming season. I don't think uh, Jacksonville can get back to that. Ah, uh, yeah. I really do think they need to start from scratch. Yeah. So this would be good, but you did paint a very, very important point about how it's really a wait and see. We'll yeah. see if it fits or just it's not. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, we're just going to have to wait and see. We're coming in with the 10th, you know, coming in with the 10th round, Cleveland. We needed to address a, you know, a vital situation right now on the offensive front. Cleveland Browns now. Alright, look. Last year, 6 and 10. Right, we were projected to be. Last season, when we got Odell Beckham, everybody's like, oh yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl, you know, blah blah blah, XYZ. It's like, you know, we gotta be realistic. We have to be we have to be realistic. You know. As much as I don't want to, I don't want to fire. I'm not the Cleveland type of Cleveland Brown fan to fire off the gun to say, "Oh yeah, hey, we're going to we're going to the Super Bowl because we got this player." No. Yeah, it's a bad horse to bet on. What we really need to do is keep uh, building, uh, building a team and building a good base around, you know, a good base around your quarterback. You see what I'm saying? So, Tristan Wars, you know, coming out of, you know, coming out of. Uh, you know, Alabama, offensive tackle. That's another, you know, that's another thing, you know, Cleveland really needs to address because, you know, throughout the prior years, we lost Joe Thomas. You know what I'm saying? That was, you know, one of our, you know, one of our best left tackles. You know, he was one of the, you know, he was one of those that, you know, really held up the line. You know, back in 2014, you know, back in 2014, 2015, we had the best offensive line. We had one of the best offensive lines, no doubt. You know, between Alice, uh, Alice Mack, uh, you know, Joe Thomas, Joe Batonio, you know, we had we had a really decent offensive line. Now, this year, you know, last you know compared to last year, though, Baker gave up a lot of sacks. You should have saying he gave, you know, he, he's he had, he's rushing the you know rushing throwing the ball. You know, he did not have anybody pretty much to really guard him up front. Yeah, they, they, they're, the, that was two men on a team between Odell and Baker. They had free footage. A lot of people had faith in them. And they let those fans down. Uh, they, 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 we don't have to be sour about it. But, I don't know. This is why people love off-track betting. You know, it's just a matter of, of, of you think a horse is going to make it. The odds. Yeah. And I personally think Barner and frankly I don't give a damn. That's a really shitty way to be a fan. That 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 really is. You you can be a fan of a boxer or an MMA fighter. Um but just to say that oh the Boston Red Sox are going to be the most unstoppable MLB team because they got Derek Cheetah. It doesn't matter where the guy wears the hat. Right. It, it, it all depends on how the team works together. Right. Right. He puts one on a pedestal, and they just fall that harder for it. Yeah. And 
especially with uh, you know a six and ten record last year. You know that really that really makes a statement. It does. That really really does make a statement. That there was good votes. It just it didn't click. Yeah. Or they, people people did not have their head in the games, and it showed uh, how they behaved off the field. Right. So hopefully this you know hopefully this year you know with the Cleveland Browns you know getting a new getting a new coach again. Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. We still have, you know, some of the same personnel as far as our, you know, as far as our team. We still have Baker. You know, which Cleveland, we have to be thankful. You know what I'm saying? That we, you know, that we actually have a that, that we actually have a, you know, a quarterback that's actually long standing now. That he's standing there for two seasons now. You see what I'm saying? Compared to, you know, any other quarterback where, you know, look, by, by this time the second season, we either trading him. Or, you know what I'm saying, he's injured, or whatever the case. You know, so we're actually building a long, you know, we're actually building a long standing dynasty. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, okay. we gotta take we gotta take it, you know, we gotta take it for what it's worth. And, and uh, Jedrick Willis is the, uh, the, for the offensive tackle will, will definitely be a difference maker. I think that's a better, um, there's more, um, there's more of a dog in that fight walk back and make myself look like a hypocrite. There's more dog in that fight to fit in with Cleveland than, uh, I'd say, uh, Kid Law trying to fit in with uh, Jackson for a lot of people Would you say so? Yeah. That also thing, that also uh, makes me think about the defensive tackle option going to number 11 pick for the New York Jets, Makai Becton. Yeah. He was nice as well. He, 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 he's, uh, he's a very, uh, Utilitarian kind of person, or uh, I guess no, no, multi-purpose kind of person. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh, he could be an overall difference maker. I'd even go so far as say, please correct me if I'm wrong. He'd be a difference maker for the Jets to obtain points. I don't believe he'd be a difference maker for Sam Darnold. I, you know what? I, I can see. I can actually see that. Um, you know, him, you know, him, you know, actually being able to, you know, create that block to, you know, that good block for Le'Veon Bell to, you know what I'm saying, get through that A game. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Or, you know, cut to the outside, you know, how he would normally, you know, how he would normally do. I can see Makai Becton, you know, actually being that, you know, being that external force, you know, on that offensive line to say, all right, look, like, you know, we need to set up, you know, they need to set up the run. They need to set up the pass. Okay, Makai Becton, I got you. You see what I'm saying? I'll, I can hold this, I can hold this man off. And the footage from the combine showed him doing aggression to the man, so that's not even touching by forced fumbles. I feel like if the man had uh, a ball in possession, he would know what to do with it. It would be a slouch like other uh, So, what do you think about uh, the, the number 12 pick, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders? Henry Ruggs the third. Ooh. Now, that is going to be interesting. Henry Ruggs going to, you know, going to the Raiders. I think that would be, that's going to be a great pickup for the Raiders, though. If they, you know, if that's, that was so where it happened. Yeah. I want to say, personally, that I hope the kid stays healthy. Yeah. Because it's a game. It's a lot of pressure to hold hype to say that you ran the fastest in the combine. Yeah. Fucking 419. So, I think to, to, to a new sort of uh, looking like Marvel's Avengers sort of Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Rugs will be a very, very, uh, very, very worthwhile addition. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, the Raiders, you know, they they have a good they have a good young receiver core, you know, coming you know for for this uh this coming season. Yeah. You know with if they do, you know, like I said, if they do pick up, you know, Henry Ruggs, that's gonna be their car will have a, a such a unique uh a such unique uh, you know receiving core. It's like look you have so many other weapons, young weapons that can get, the, you know, that can really actually get down the field as fast as you want to. Mm-hmm. You know, if you put Henry, I bet you, if you put Henry Ruggs on, uh, you know, on a wide receiver screen, uh, wide receiver screen, and he 
gets on, you know, maybe one of the slowest corners, or he catches, you know, or he catches the corner slipping, that man's gone. Agreed. We've seen both kind of gone. That man's gonna be gone. I can see him being on kickoff returns. You know, yeah. I can see, oh. I, I can see, I can see John, uh, John putting him on kickoff returns. That would be so smart. You know, putting him on special team. That would, you know, I, I see Henry Ruggs running it back. You know, either on a punt or a kick return, I can see Henry Ruggs running it back. Agreed. Agreed, partner. So, Derek Carr or Marcus Mariota, that's going to be, like I said, that's going to be a battle for a quarterback. But, they, you know, if they grab him with Ruggs, though, that's going to be a special weapon. It's going to be, a, it's going to be another Tyree kill. Agreed. Agreed. Next, looking to the uh, 13th round pick for the uh, San Francisco 49ers, wide receiver out of Alabama, Jerry Judy. Partner, looking back uh, to uh, their performance in the Super Bowl, would you say that the one thing the uh, 49ers were lacking in the Buffalo offense? I mean, okay. The, the 49ers, they, they're, they surprised me. They surprised everybody last year. Okay. Uh, you know, I will say that. You know, they're, they're especially especially with, uh, you know, especially with that immaculate defense that they were playing last year. You know, 13-3 record, you know, making it all the way to the Super Bowl, uh, you know, and that defense really carrying, you know what I'm saying, most of the way. But don't get me wrong, offense was doing his job, though, too. Jimmy G was doing his job. Greg Kittle, he was doing his job. Emmanuel Sanders was doing his job. Oh, yeah. You know, it was a good goddamn game of football. Yeah. Um, it, with them picking up another receiver, you know, with them trading Emmanuel Sanders, you know, to, uh, you know, to the Saints, you know, they needed to address, you know, address that other issue with, you know, grabbing another receiver and possibly, you know, refilling that defense to where, you know, to where it was, you know, because since they let go of the course, but, you know, so I see, you know, possibly San Francisco picking up, you know, somebody in the defensive end, you know, defensive line, you know, in the defensive end probably, you know, later on in the throw. But for them to grab Jerry Judy, you know, that would be another special weapon, you know, for, you know, the 49ers so too. Because that would fill, you know, hopefully that, you know, that would really fill, you know, that slot position. You know, he could, you know, I could see Jerry Judy being in that slot position. Yeah. You know, him, you know, actually getting down, you know, on the field on a third, you know, on a third and, you know, 14 play or something, you know. Yeah. He has that speed. He has the, you know, he has the confident hands. You know, Jerry Judy has really confident hands. And I like that So, yeah. It. For the, uh, 49ers actually hopefully grabbing them, that'd be great. They'll fit in well. Yeah. Fit in definitely well. For the number 14 pick, TB at the head of TB, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, looking. <laughs> I, I just I, I just think about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and I think James and it just makes me chuckle. I, I I think that was the most hilarious thing that happened last season. You know, it, 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 it was just that 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 man's trajectory and arc was very very interesting. 30, 30, 30, 30. But overall, do you think that uh, or do you believe that uh, under Tom Brady that he would uh, he wouldn't necessarily be the most protected with how the Buccaneers have been learning looking down, defensively speaking. Um, defensively speaking, they they still need to step up. You know, um, the Buccaneers defense. You know, okay, Shaq, uh, Shaq Wilson, uh, Wilson, um, yeah, Shaq Wilson last year put up the great numbers. Yeah, defense. You know, getting sacks. You know, he was actually doing some. You know, he was actually doing some justice. Though. Defensively, the Buccaneers, they're a team that, you know, they still need to address, you know, that, you know, that defensive front, though, too. Even though they got Tom Brady, you know, that's really great. They have Mike Evans, you know, they have the offensive weaponry. But defensively, you know, that's where, you know, that's where the Buccaneers are somewhat somewhat at a falter, though, too. And I'd say with Tom Brady, especially. You're, uh, you have a hell of a lot more pressure as a defensive to uh, make sure that you, you, 
protect the package at all costs. Exactly. Football must yeah. remain in motion. Yeah. Yes. Which those points really, really matter. Which leads perfect to, and if I think about a college team that is, that that showcases one of the best defenses just in the nation, I think about Georgia. So offensive tackle Andrew Thomas, it makes sense. What you say, so partner? Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Because you know. <sighs> They they definitely need to protect Tom Brady. Oh, you know they what I'm do. Saying? They definitely need they definitely need to know defensively. You know they still need you know later on in the draft they they also need to address that you know, defensive front too. You know as well as the offense. It, and they are a team that also like the Lions struggle to close games. Right. They get real good and then they just don't want to do it anymore. It reminds me of the Browns last uh, two seasons. Ago. Number 15, Denver, 15, you know, for the 15th pick, yeah. CD Land, coming out of Georgia, yeah, coming out of Oklahoma. That's going to be dark, of course, we're so late in the draft. You know, that's going to be interesting. Hey, CD Lamb, man, like, ah, that's another, you know, that's another wide receiver that, you know, that, that depressing me, too. Very versatile. Very versatile, you know. Um, with uh, you know, with the Denver, you know, the Denver Broncos draft, you know, draft, you know, Drew Locke, you know, coming into you know his second season, um, he has to, you know, what I'm saying, he has to, you know, get comfortable with a, you know, with the, you know, with his, you know, with first of all his team, you see what I'm saying? Again, on top of, you know, what I'm saying, you know, creating chemistry with this rookie, yeah. you see what I'm saying? So. He has a weapon out of CD Lamb. If you know, if so, the Denver Broncos was actually grabbed. Yeah. But Drew Lock, you know, coming, you know, coming into, you know, like I said, coming into the, you know, his second season. How is that going to really affect? You see what I'm saying? How is that really going to affect that offense? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. With you know, giving quarterbacks having a sophomore slump. Yeah. You know, we see some performance out of Drew Lock, yeah. but we haven't seen enough. There's a lot of shade to shake off of the Denver Broncos uh, by way of Joe Flacco. Yeah. I think uh, to overcome that stigma with Drew Locke with a challenge to itself, which is his part. Yeah. He, to, to have a quarterback lead a team better than that was worse than it was found, that's not. Yeah. And, you know, with. And, and don't, don't get me wrong, though, partner. Yeah. Like. All right, the, the Denver Broncos, you know, they there were a team last year that were struggling. Oh yes, they were they were definitely struggling. They were drowning, yeah. And you know, they have the you know they they're starting to build that you know they're starting to build their offense you know they're starting to build that offense again out of you know okay get wrapped up for they still have Philip Lindsay you know they you know they have uh you know they have Portland Sutton you know on the outside you know they they still have you know they still have a great you know, they still have great players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even on the defense, though, too. They still have Vaughn Miller. You know, they still have, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, um, Bradley Chubb. Yep. You know, they still have Bradley Chubb, you know, defensively. Uh, you know, they, that's a team that, you know, if they put their, you know, if they put their talents in the right direction, they can really actually contend in that AFC West. You know, especially with, you know, especially with the, you know, the Raiders moving to Vegas. And you know the, the Raiders, you know Super Bowl champions, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, as well as a rebuilding Chargers. So the Denver Broncos, you know, they, they, that's going to be another team that you know is going to have next year. You know, they're they're going to step up to the helm to you know contend if they grab Ceedee Lamb. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's going to be really the main focus of where what the Rodgers going to have to do. Oh, agreed. You know that that that's. If the marriage doesn't happen, yeah, it's gonna be let down. But what, what do you think the marriage of uh, what do you think the marriage lies on? CD or Drew? It's gonna be more on Drew. I figure so yeah, too. I do yeah, agree. like I said, you know, because uh, you know, quarterback, you know, quarterbacks go through sophomore slumps, and Drew Locke, you know, could possibly go through a sophomore slump. Yeah. Plain and simple. No, I get that. I agree with that completely. Out of number sixteen, uh, sixteen pick. Atlanta Falcons. C.J. Henderson out of Florida. Okay. Corner. All right. So 
So they let so the Falcons they let go they let go Desmond uh, Trufant. Yep. You know they're still trying to rebuild the the, the structured the uh, structured defense. Yeah. Atlanta's basically going. They they really definitely need to rebuild that defense though, because last year they were horrible. Oh yes. Right. The, Fal- the Falcons last year, I don't know what the hell they were they were fucking doing. They were missing Julio Jones. That's what they were doing. Oh my god. <laughs> like last year the Falcons, man, like at the beginning of the season, you know, they were what? One, one in what? One and six? Two two and five? No. You know, it, it's like they picked it up at the last you know, at the last end because defensively they started to step up. But that almost put Dan Quinn in the hostage. Oh, I can believe that. You know, and the hot seat is still, you know, is still going to be relevant for this coming season. You know, depending on, you know, how Dan Quinn runs his team. No, I agree. Let alone, you look like Chunks just coming out as honorable pension, you know? (sighs) Yeah. So, you know, with the, you know, the Falcons, you know, they, you know, (laughs) they lost the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? They haven't really been back to the they haven't really been back to the playoffs, you know what I'm saying, ever since then. That's the team that's been struggling. Yeah, I agree. You know, and really their their big one of their big concerns is really the defense. You know, so addressing that really addressing that sit, uh, situation, grabbing CJ, hopefully grabbing CJ Henderson out of Florida will hopefully solve that problem. You know, because hey, like I said, defensively, they need help. Offensively, they're great. You know what I'm saying? They just grab Todd Gurley. You know, they have Julio Jones on the outside. You know what I'm saying? They have Calvin Ridley. You know, they have weapons. They have actually great decent weapons. Matt, Matt Ryan has actually great weapons. Yep. You know, offensively. Defensively? <laughs> nope. Oh, my God. No. They're, they're, they're just, I don't know, man. They ass. Yeah, like Keanu Neal needs, needs help. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people really, really need help, though. So, CJ Henderson, if he steps up to the helm, hey, hopefully the Falcons can can, can actually contend next year, you know, this, uh, this next coming season, though. Because, like I said, the Wicked Witch in the East, or West, whatever, you know what I'm saying, came into town, you know, and now is in their division. Tom Brady. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you got Tom Brady two years, you know, two, uh, two games, you know, every year. You see what I'm saying? You have Drew Brees every two, two games out of the year. And a fresh Teddy Bridgewater, you know what I'm saying? Two games out of the year. So the Falcons definitely need to step it up. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, they're just not. Yeah. And, uh, you know, coming into the 16th pick. Yes. Speaking of uh, Dallas defensively, in which they actually need to, you know, come Oh, yeah. They need to come together for that. Uh, uh, chasing uh, edge out of LSU. So, you know, I was, I was looking at this kid's combine. You yeah. know, really good defense. He's damn good. Yeah. You know, he, he can create, you know, he can really actually create mismatches, you know, and actually get to the backfield to, you know, cause disruptions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, Dallas, you know what I'm saying? Dallas, that's another team, you know what I'm saying? Really, they were struggling last year. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, they need to, you know what I'm saying, they really need to step it up defensively, too, because they've lost key players, you see what I'm saying, they just lost, you know, they just lost uh, Byron Jones, you see what I'm saying, to the Dolphins, which he just signed a max contract, what was it, $85 million? Yeah, 85. You know, and it's, it's just like, the, the highest paid quarterback in the game now, like, now, it, that's, now that's really pressuring, that's really pressuring, uh, you know, Miami, that is. you know, to, to say like, alright, is this really going to be the, the real true investment. See. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, is he really going to be grabbing these interceptions? Is he going to be having, like, you know, four, five, six tackles a game? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, you, you pay, you're paying a man some, some good money, though. So, hopefully, Miami, you're getting some good investments. You see what I'm saying? But Dallas, you see what I'm saying? On the other hand, though, too, needs to address that, you know, the, that defensive front going stopping the run. You see what I'm saying? On, you know, actually get to the backfield, you, you know, to create sacks. So hopefully, uh, you know, Chasen, play, uh, play beyond Chasen, with, you know, actually, you, you know, be be that factor. Yeah. I'm over. And, uh, you know, wrapping into the, you know, 16th pick, you know, speaking of, you know, Miami Pryor, you know, grabbing offensive tackle out of Houston, uh, Josh Jones. 
that'll be good. That'll be necessary. Uh, also, another uh, good pair of eyes on either Brian or two of them. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be a smart pick. Dolphins, they that was another team, you know what I'm saying, that sputtered at the you know at the beginning, you know what I'm saying, but picked it up pretty pretty good at the end. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I was actually impressed with the Dolphins last year. Yeah. You know how they you know how they actually picked themselves up, you know, after after their bye You know, so grabbing an offensive tackle, you know what I'm saying, in the first round would actually be good to you know to you know actually protect that quarterback. You know what I'm saying? And Josh Jones, you know what I'm saying, coming out of Houston. You know, he create you know, he can create the blocks. You know what I'm saying? He's a good run blocker. You know, and it's they they really need that. Especially when they you know, they just grab uh, you know, um what's his face? Uh George Howard. They just grab, you know, just grab George Howard from uh, you know, from the uh Eagles. So hopefully Josh Jones will actually create that, you know, they will actually create that, you know, that space for, you know, to him get to the second level of the, of that defense. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Actually creating that pass for Ryan, you know, Ryan fist matching. You know, or ass matching. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? So, coming into the 19th pick, Xavier McKinley out of Alabama. Alabama has really, really come out this draft, I gotta say. Yeah, I gotta say. Yeah. And, you know, it... For the Raiders to actually, you know, grab, you know, grab a strong, uh, good safety, they need that defensive help though too. Oh, agreed. You know, because the Raiders actually making some good, they're actually making some good solid investments. Exactly. The house is sturdy. Yeah, and you know, actually grab, you know, actually building a team around young talent that's hopefully going to play play for that team for a while. Yep. You know. That's really gonna, you know what I'm saying? That's really gonna make that's gonna be the difference maker. Winter the longer. I agree. Yeah, so with the you know, with the Raiders actually, you know, actually trying to get some, you know, get some help, you know, in the defensive front, that's actually gonna be a smart move for the Yeah. So hopefully uh yeah, yeah, we'll see if Xavier McKinley goes to the Raiders. And uh, you know, wrapping up with our, you know, twentieth pick. Jacksonville again. 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 Need somebody to protect Blake, uh, not Blake Bortles, goddammit. Nick Bowles. No, not him. Gardner Minshew. Minshew Mania. Uh, it's it's Minshew Mania. That man was so good when he got tackled many times. Uncle, Uncle Rico, man. Uncle Rico. Watch me throw football over them mountains. <laughs> Grab it off, uh, Austin Jackson. Austin Jackson, offensive tackle out of the USC. Alright, look, Jacksonville Jaguars, man. That was another team last year. You know, like I said, man, they 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 felt they 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 kind of struck they struggled. They're rough, yeah. But Gardner Minshew is really putting he really actually contends and actually can, you know put you know put together a good team. You know what I'm saying? And for them to let, you know, for them to actually let go of, you know, a couple offensive players, you know, yeah. and you know, and defensively. They need to still address that, you know, situation after you know offensive line too for Jacksonville. I agree. So Gardner Minshew, look, he can actually Gardner Minshew can actually impress, you know. And I would say that overall, with you know, you know, Gardner Minshew, hopefully, you know, if he, you know, if they do grab that, that'll be that X factor to actually get out. You know, especially hopefully, hopefully, uh, no, with Leonard Fournette too. I agree. Yeah. So it could be a different thing. Yeah. Uh, I really hope. I really actually hope so too. Because uh, yeah, Jacksonville they definitely need the help, especially in that AFC South. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, otherwise so they'll go. Scary. Yeah, excuse me. Otherwise they'll go the same way as the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 try not to be ass this year, guys. Yeah. Not that ass. Southern football getting your shit together. Looking at you, Zach. But uh, yeah, that you know that that wraps up uh, you know our you know our spectrum of uh, you know 2020 NFL draft. You yep. know, um, April uh, April 23rd to the 25th NFL draft. Uh, check that out on you know on your local broadcasting systems. Yep, whatever screen that you have available. 
yeah, you know, we'll also, you know, try to cover the draft, you know, if you're, uh, you know, tuned in to us, you know what I'm saying, 4 to 20, uh, 4 to 20 football, yep. you know, check us out, exactly, hit us up, uh, yeah, and, man, we, we have an interesting, all, you know, still have an interesting offseason, you know, training camps might be, hopefully, you know, we'll still conduct, yeah. you know, and speaking of training camps, though, too, the LA Rams and the LA Chargers will possibly will possibly really be, you know, in hard knocks this year. That'll be good. That'll be good. I think those are uh, two teams that need some coverage with all the shakeups that they've had personnel wise. Yeah, that, yeah, big time. Big time. Because uh, you know, Rams actually uh not, you know, not going back into the playoffs. You see what I'm saying? That really actually makes them you know, worthy of that. That's and a chart, you know, yeah. as well as you know, as well as the charge though too, because they fell off. You know what I'm saying? Last year, you know, uh if you were tuned in to us last year though, you know, we you know, we did cover the uh Chargers and the Rams. You know, it's that kind of kinda actually uh interesting prospect. So uh this year, stay tuned to us, you know, uh fourth twenty football. We have plans for uh, we have uh we have some necessary plans, hopefully. Yep, to pop up Corona. Yeah wherever that's going to happen, so people should stay tuned. We have content at the point Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we, we, we just got to see. It's, it's more or less just a wait and see. But, uh, yeah, just definitely check us out, uh, for the 20 Madden Football. Yep. Football, uh, football group. Indeed, as you should, on Facebook. Yep. But, uh, yeah, this, uh, you know, this actually wraps up our, you know, 4th 20 Football Podcast. The inaugural 2020 Episode 1. Episode one on Spotify. On Spotify. Thanks and thank you everybody for tuning in to us. Thank you for following along so far. It's been a, it's been a great pleasure. And we'll try to be as current and up to date with all the happenings that are gonna may or may not happen in football going forward. Yeah, definitely. Check us out if you still want more updates. Fourth and twenty football, uh, Madden football. Indeed. We have merch. Yeah, we have merch on the way though too. So keep in mind that too, so you can be the first in line to get what you want. We're coming back to uh, coming back to a new season, September thirteenth. Uh-huh. So don't go nowhere. We still have some off-season news. We still keep up with the updates. Yep. Go ahead and uh, burn some leaves for uh, keeping the corona away by September. So we can all have a football thing. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Hopefully everybody stays healthy. Yes, wash your hands, goddamn it. Twenty seconds, thirty seconds. But wrapping it up in conclusion, I'm Gully. And I'm Easy. And this is Fourth uh, Fourth Twenty Football Radio. Live from the Fourth and Twenty Studios. On Spotify. Thank you for tuning in to us. And until next time. See you later. Take care.